This message comes from Jackson. Seek clarity in retirement planning at Jackson.com. Jackson is short for Jackson Financial, Inc., Jackson National Life Insurance Company, Lansing, Michigan, and Jackson National Life Insurance Company of New York. Purchase New York. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. President Biden is in Wisconsin today. He's expected to announce nearly $5 billion in funding for infrastructure projects across the United States. NPR's Deepa Shivaram reports those projects include the replacement of a bridge connecting Wisconsin with Minnesota. The Blotnick Bridge was set to close in 2030, but now the White House says that $1 billion is going toward replacing it. The funding the president will announce will also go toward fixing bridges and roadways in Oregon, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and New York. The White House says more than half of the $5 billion is going toward projects in rural areas. This is the second time Biden is visiting the bridge. He last came in 2022 after he signed his major infrastructure package into law. Deepa Shivaram, NPR News, the White House. Former President Donald Trump is back in court from the campaign trail where he notched a second victory two days ago in New Hampshire's GOP presidential primary. It's the Trump defense team's turn today to present its case in a trial where the jury will decide how much money and damages, if any, Trump should pay E. Jean Carroll. Last year, a civil jury found Trump sexually assaulted the columnist decades earlier and defamed her when Trump denied the allegations in 2019 while he was in office. Separately, Trump's former trade advisor, Peter Navarro, has been sentenced for contempt of Congress for defying a subpoena linked to the congressional investigation into the 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Despite his legal troubles, the Trump campaign is banking on another victory in South Carolina. NPR Stephen Fowler is in Charleston with more on the pressure Trump's rival, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, faces in her home state. Trump's got this stranglehold on the conservative base of the GOP, but since he first took office in 2016, that hasn't really been enough for the party to win many key races. Haley's still got the same conservative stances as Trump, but her rhetoric and record appeals to more independent voters in a general election. NPR Stephen Fowler reporting. A new report finds housing is unaffordable for half of all renters in the U.S. NPR's Jennifer Ludden reports rents were driven higher early in the coronavirus pandemic. In 2022, half of renters paid more than 30 percent of their income for rent and utilities. And for many, it was more than 50 percent, according to Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies. Lead author Whitney Ergodobricki says that includes millions working full time. We actually saw increases across every single income category that we look at, which sort of surprised us. This month, rent hikes pushed Genuine Campbell to move her family in with friends in Philadelphia. She hopes to find a cheaper place for around $1,000 rent. It's like you're dreaming of of a fairy tale. The Harvard report notes millions of once low-cost apartments have been priced higher, and most new construction is higher end. Jennifer Ludden, NPR News. From Washington, this is NPR. Well, the nation's economy grew at an annual rate of 3.3 percent from October through December, despite higher consumer prices and high interest rates. Latest figures reflecting resilience in the jobs market and overall economy, marking six straight quarter in which the GDP has grown at an annual pace of 2 percent or more. Consumers drove the fourth quarter growth. Their spending expanded at a 2.8 percent annual rate for items ranging from clothing, furniture and other goods to services such as hotels and restaurant meals. 
Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, Antony Blinken that is, met with Angola's president today in the country's capital on the last part of a four-country trip in Africa. NPR's Emmanuel Akunwoto reports the U.S. is keen to promote its economic ties in the Central African country where China has invested heavily in infrastructure projects. Here's NPR's Emmanuel Akunwoto. Blinken met with President Joao Lorenzo before taking a tour of projects backed by the U.S., One project, the Lobito Atlantic Railway, is set to revive an existing freight rail line in Angola funded by China and extend it to mineral-rich Democratic Republic of Congo and Zambia. The project shows the link between the U.S.'s renewed engagement with African countries in recent years and China's extensive economic ties across the continent. U.S. officials deny that China is a factor and say the trip shows Africa is an important part of U.S. foreign policy. Emmanuel Akimotu, NPR News, Lagos. U.S. stocks trading higher. The Dow is up 53 points. It's NPR.